Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to share thoughts on memoirs of an LDS therapist. I've been mentored now by Maurice for a decade, and I love that I get to hop on and teach the marriage repair classes. We'd love to have you there. My women's marriage repair class happens Tuesday at 1 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, and men's marriage repair is Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You can sign up for those by going to lifechangingservices.org under therapy services and click on marriage repair workshop. Can't wait to see you in class. Today's lesson is lesson six. It's about communication. And if you do not have the spirit, don't speak and don't listen. If you're, if you're feeling like you're in a space where you're unempowered and not feeling like you can be influential um, or that you may even get to the point where you may act out of your, your value system, try to get to that graceful retreat. But I had a question for you, and this is going to be a little bit of uh, client participation or, or class participation. So I was watching this thing the other day where this guy does, he, he says, uh, prove me wrong or something. No, I can't remember. He says, prove me wrong. And he puts up some type of con controversial thing. And it gets to the point where everybody's arguing and it's just like unedifying and not fun. And it's, but it's also kind of fun to watch because it's weird. So I want you guys to do the same thing. Prove me wrong. You don't need the spirit when you speak or discuss things or if you're listening. You do not need the spirit if you're in a discussion, if you're either taking the listening role or the speaking role. In order for you to behave in the way that you want to, or that is according to your values and your beliefs, very important for you to, to have a spirit in your, in your time that, at that time. Good. Prove me wrong. You don't need the spirit when in conversations, especially conversations of the heart. Even think about the time where you, where you did have this, what was different about it? Tough conversation it may have been kind of a miniature tough conversation, semi-tough conversation. So the reason why we have this conversation, you can even argue the rest. I mean, because some people will argue, you can say, prove me wrong, you do need the spirit. And you might argue that you don't need the spirit, right? I don't know if that's the case. I don't, when I, whenever I've th thought about any conversations that involve the animal brain and that involve the uh, flight, fight, freeze aspects, of course, I believe that there's some resolve that can come afterward because you start to hear some of the other person's perspective, but it's in a heightened and emotional state. And so it may cause, if anything, some type of a walking on eggshells type of experience, but yet the thing is known. It's just not known through the spirit. Unfortunately, it becomes known through some type of traumatization or through some type of unedifying spirit. And so I'm not opposed of that. I like communication. I, I'm not opposed to not communicate. I, I really am opposed not to communicate, but I really, really want to emphasize the importance of communicating with the spirit and getting access to our frontal lobes when listening or speaking because of the aspects of learning through the spirit and being edified through whatever concern or whatever the other person is going through or what you're going through. I really want to just help people with the, the power of heaven and Christ to get to the point where we can resolve, in, especially in the squares three and four of the four square listening tool, as opposed to resolving things through square one and square two. 
And so we'll go over some square one, or we'll go over the four square listing tool today a little bit. But before we go there, we're going to go into DNC 50. For those that are that don't have access to the scriptures, I'll just read this aloud. And I want you, I'm just going to give some dialogue as I read it, but I want you to add your different dialogue and different experiences as, as you're hearing this. So if you can pull out DNC 50, um, we're going to start in, in verse 13, and then uh, hopefully we have a really edifying conversation about this. I really, I, I think this is the interpersonal, very effective interpersonal relationship scripture. Um, if we want to have interpersonal uh, relationship success, we will go and study DNC 50 a bunch. So in DNC 50 verse 13, it says, wherefore I, the Lord, ask you this question, unto what were you ordained? And so before we enter into conversation, I want some type of remembrance system for myself and others that are going through conversations that are hard to know what they were ordained unto. Most of us are ordained unto just that divine sonship or daughtership of God. We're children of God. I want to be remembering that identity as I go into conversations with my loved ones. I also want us to remember that the other person has that divine identity also. That they are a child of God and that we ought to treat them like that and we ought to treat ourselves like that. So we ought to give ourselves that respect and dignity to make sure that we're ordained unto that identity. For those that you know have received the Melchizedek priesthood, Melchizedek priesthood means the king of righteousness, right? Melchizedek was a really um, amazing forerunner to Christ. So he was a prince of peace. He was one of those guys that he was very much like unto Enoch, wherever he walked. Hopefully, you know, I didn't know him personally, but king of righteousness is what the definition of Melchizedek is in the scriptures. And hopefully as men, we know unto what we are ordained. And as women, knowing what you're ordained to. 14 says, to preach my gospel by the spirit or to speak my gospel, or to speak um, with our loved ones by the Spirit. Even the Comforter, which was set forth, sent forth to teach the truth. Hopefully, that's that brings in that divine, divine identity. It brings in that ordination that we're sent to speak by the Spirit and that Comforter. 15 says, And then you re then receive these spirits which you could not understand, and receive them to be of God. And in this ye are ye justified. Behold, ye shall answer this question yourselves. Nevertheless, I will be merciful unto you. He that is weak among you hereafter shall be made strong. This is what I love about this scripture. If we go into that divine ordination and that divine um, identity, that mercy is upon us. We take on a different spirit. So therefore, the people that may have been weak before us or in that conversation, they may take on that identity themselves because of the influence that we're that we're projecting so if we get if we set this up right with the spirit we have an accurate set of mercy we have accurate and a balanced set of mercy and justice not only for ourselves but for the other person and hopefully it becomes very influential so if you liked what you heard in this segment and would like more please sign up for my marriage repair by going to lifechangingservices.org. 
under therapy services and click on marriage repair workshop. Really looking forward to seeing class.